Last week, I shared part one of my CEO day routine, and I went into detail about exactly how I create a marketing plan that strategically aligns with my business goals. In today's episode, I'm picking up where we left off last week, so if you didn't listen to the last episode, make sure you go do that first because you will be very confused if you try and listen here first. With that being said, I'm not going to make you wait any longer for the rest of this process, so let's dive on in. You're listening to Chasing Simple, episode number 82, and I'm your host, Amanda Warfield. Let's do it. How do I run a successful business from my home? How can I possibly wear all of the hats? Am I the only one that struggles with staying organized? What am I supposed to do about work-life balance? How can I create a solid schedule and routine? How do I even stay productive? And the biggest question of all, how do I manage it all? And can I really create a business that I love without being chained to my laptop? Welcome to the Chasing Simple Podcast, where hard conversations and actionable education meet simplicity. I'm your host, Amanda Warfield, time management coach, online educator, and crazy cat mama. My mission is to help overwhelmed biz owners get more done in less time so that they have more time and energy for what matters most. If you feel overwhelmed or occasionally lost in the roller coaster that is entrepreneurship, I want you to know that you aren't alone. Those things you're feeling, you aren't the first or the last to feel that way. The hard things you're going through, someone else has already been there too. Each week, I'll bring you transparent conversations, actionable steps, and a judgment-free community to encourage and equip you. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever your drink of choice is and meet me here each week for love, support, practical tips, and advice on simplifying your biz. Let's do this entrepreneurship thing together, shall we? Hey there, I'm popping in really quick to ask for your help. If you haven't already, would you mind leaving a rating and review for the Chasing Symbol podcast? See, ratings and reviews are really important in the life of a podcast because it tells your podcast player that people are listening to and enjoying this show, which means that this show will get put in front of a wider audience. Not only that, but I love to read the encouraging words from listeners, especially on those hard days of entrepreneurship. If you felt encouraged by this show, I would love to hear about it. So, please go leave a rating and review if you haven't already. It would really mean the world to me. All right, so picking up where we left off last week, just a reminder of the example that I was using. The yearly goal was 40,000 in revenue. This person had made 20,000 so far. They were halfway through the year. They had two quarters left to make another 20,000. They had one-to-one clients bringing in a steady $1,000 a month, and they were looking to have one big launch in the next quarter. We worked out that they needed about 27 sales of their course during that launch. And again, for that full process of how we came to figure all of that out and what we did with all that information, please go back and listen to episode 81 because it's way too much to recap here. But that's the main recap. If you did not listen to episode 81, go pause this and go do that now. You need to listen to that one first before you listen to today's episode. And if you did listen, but maybe you want to refresh because it's been a little while, Go re-listen and then come back to this. Okay, so got the recap. Here's what I do on day two of my CEO days. Remember, this is a two-day process. I set aside two days every single quarter to do this. Episode 81 was all about the first day. Today, there are just three steps in this one, but it's a little bit more mentally draining because it's more creative energy versus yesterday was more data-based and analytical based on what was already there. 
So that's why I broke it up the way I did. Step number six or step one for day two is to work backwards to create a launch content strategy. So we know we're going to have a launch. When is that launch going to be? Put that date in the calendar and then work backwards from there to determine what your pre-launch is going to be and how much content do you need during that pre-launch period. So I personally recommend about eight to 12 weeks of pre-launch content, especially if you are bi-weekly or monthly in your content. If you're not weekly, especially, especially you're going to want to do eight to 12 weeks if possible for your pre-launch. Now, a quick note, pre-launch is not the same as launching. I'm not saying that you're going to be in launch mode for 8 to 12 weeks. I'm saying that you're going to be in pre-launch mode for 8 to 12 weeks. What is pre-launch? It is a time period where you are serving, serving, serving. You're not asking, you are giving. I made this freebie for you. You're talking about your topic. You're talking about the free content you've provided and you've created. You're not talking about your course and the scenario. You're only serving your audience eight to 12 weeks of that, talking about that topic, talking about what they need to know in order to buy your course, etc. You're not selling the course yet. So you fill that in. You say, okay, here's my launch date, eight to 12 weeks before that, this is when my pre-launch begins. So you know that's all launch content. You know the topic of what all of that content is gonna be, even if you don't know what that content is going to be yet. If you're doing Smaller promos, you don't need as much pre-launch content, but maybe you want a week or two or three, depending on what the promo is for the other quarter, but we're just gonna talk about this main one right now. So eight to 12 weeks, got that set up, if at all possible. Step number seven is to fill in the blanks with non-launch content. So you know when your pre-launch is gonna be. Let's say that you're going to be doing your launch in August. And so you're doing June, you already started your pre-launch content in June, so July is going to be pre-launch content all the way through your launch in the middle of August. Well, that still leaves you half of the quarter. What do you do with that? Well, you fill in non-launch content, especially if you know you're not going to do another big launch in the next quarter, so you don't need to do another big pre-launch phase, right? You fill in with non-launch content. So what does that mean? This is a great time to throw spaghetti at the walls and try new things with your content. Is there an idea in the back of your mind for a future product or service? Great. Use these time periods to test it out. Does it get a response? If yes, keep talking about it. Change it up. See how people respond. No, maybe still keep talking about it. Still no? Move on. This isn't something that your audience wants from you, okay? This non-launch content is a great time for you to really, well, you should always showcase your personality, but really showcase who you are. Showcase other things in your business besides this one topic. Showcase ideas that you have. Showcase things that you've gotten asked about that you're like, well, that'd be fun to talk about, even though it's not my typical thing. This is a great time to really just give yourself the freedom to experiment. Throw spaghetti at the wall with non-launch content. So step six, work backwards, decide when your pre-launch is going to begin, know that that's all going to be around a certain topic, and then look at, okay, this is when I'm going to have non-launch content, and know what, so let's say, and obviously you know when you're posting when, because you have a marketing plan already, right? You already know that you post your blog post the every other Tuesday, So you know, okay, every other Tuesday, this is the first Tuesday in my pre-launch timeline. All of these are blog posts are going to be about this topic. All of these are not. You have that down already. So you know, this is launch content. This is non-launch content. Okay. Step eight, the final step, you're going to move into monthly planning. So this is when you get really serious about what that content is going to be. 
with step six and seven, you outline what kind of content is going where. In this one, you want to say, okay, this is going to be the type. What is my topic going to be for each of these blog posts or each of these podcast episodes or each of these YouTube videos? What is the topic? I know what the overall plan is. I know that it's launch content or it's not, but what am I actually going to talk about? You don't have to have your exact title written out, but maybe you know, oh, I want to talk about, for example, when I created this, when I got to this part in my planning with my last CEO day, for this episode, I just wrote down CEO day part two. That's not what this title is going to be in the end, but I know what I'm talking about for this episode. So in this step, you're moving in and saying, okay, I'm going to talk about this during this episode, this during this episode, this during this episode. This is the main idea that I'm covering. So you go in and you finalize what those main topics are going to be for the next quarter based on whether they are launch content or non-launch content. Then I look at the next month specifically. So we've got the whole quarter planned out, whether or not it's launch content or not launch content, and what the main focus is going to be for each episode of my long form content, whatever your long form content is, you've got the main topic for that. Now, we're not going to worry about the whole quarter. We're just going to worry about this upcoming month. So you've got three months of long form content written out as far as what you're going to talk about. Now we're just going to look at the next month and say, okay, these are my episodes for the next month. I'm going to outline them. You outline all of them. Then you look at your social media content. What promos and reminders do you need to post about? Do you have any set days? For example, on Wednesdays, I try and post about that week's podcast episode. Do you have any days like that? Write those in. Next, sprinkle in some personality. Do an intro post or post about one of your your quote-unquote buckets that I don't love the way this is taught by a lot of people, but those things that you talk about over and over again and that you infuse your personality with. For example, my buckets would be Disney, the cats, and reading. Those are, those are these personality quirks that I've built into my brain and my business. Post about some of those. Then hop into that content bank that I know you have because we've talked about this so many times. Hop into that content bank that you have and pull out ideas that you've been collecting and pop those in based on whether they're on topic for your pre-launch period or whether you're experimenting and throwing spaghetti at the wall. And that's it. Those eight steps spread out over two days are exactly how I create a strategic marketing plan that's aligned to my business goals. So let me recap day two. First, you're going to determine when your launch is going to be, what the pre-launch dates are going to be, and when you're going to be in a pre-launch period. How many pieces of launch content do you need? That's what you're determining. Step seven, you determine when you're not going to be in a launch period. How many pieces of a non-launch content do you need? Then you move into step eight, which is the detailed monthly planning. First, you pop in all of the topics for all of your launch period. Then you're going to pop in all of the topics for all of your non-launch period. All of this is for the long-form content that you do, whether blog, podcast, or YouTube. After you've got those main topics, then you focus solely on the next month and you worry about what am I outline for these next however many pieces of long-form content for the next month, and then move into, okay, what am I going to talk about on social media? Once you're in social media, okay, what are your set days? Sprinkle in some personality and then use your content bank where you keep track of content ideas and pop those in as well. I ran through all of these three steps really quickly, but they are very mentally draining because they require a lot of creative energy. So even though I went through these in less than 10 minutes, don't think that this is something you can get done in just a couple hours. 
There is a reason why I set aside two full days for the CEO days because they are exhausting. They use a lot of mental energy. But if you can get these done and you can take these steps, you can make such big moves by making sure that your marketing content is strategically aligned to those yearly goals. And if you enjoyed these two episodes, please share about them on your Instagram stories. And if you want help creating your own strategic marketing plan, if you listen to this and you're like, wow, this is amazing, I want this, but I don't wanna do it by myself, let's chat because I'm getting ready to open up my one-to-one spots for my annual marketing planning clients and they fill up really quickly each year. So send me a DM, send me an email, whatever the case may be. If this is something that you want help with, if you want strategic help, you want a partner that's going to help you align your marketing plan to your yearly goals, let's chat because spots are opening up for 2022 really, really soon. And this week's book recommendation is Act Your Age, Eve Brown by Talia Hibbert. And this is number three of the Brown Sisters book series. I think I've talked about the other two before because they're all so good, but I love the way that she writes about non-stereotypical characters. Her characters are not the typical popular princess, blonde hair, blue-eyed, beautiful girl. It's just they're different and they're so relatable because they're different. And if you're someone who's really quirky like me and you've got a lot of different personality traits that aren't maybe so mainstream I think you'd really like this. It is definitely a young adult fiction book, so know that. I don't know. It's got some adult themes too, though, but it feels very, it's a quick read. I'll say it that way. It's a great book, though. The whole series is phenomenal, and I've really, really enjoyed it. So even though I think I've shared about the other two, now that I've read the third one, I wanted to come back in and share that one again because it is very much worth the read. All right, friend, I hope that you found this episode helpful. I hope that you found the series helpful with these last two episodes all about the CEO days and how I use those CEO days to align my marketing plan to my yearly goals and truly steer the ship with my business and move the needle forward. If you've got any questions or you want some help doing this on your own, please reach out. I am always here for you. And until next time, I hope that you'll go out and uncomplicate your life and biz. Thank you so much for joining me here today, friend. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a rating and review. This is a great way to help spread the word about this podcast and help other wonderful women like yourself find it. You can find this episode show notes as well as tons of other great resources over at amandawarfield.com. And if you aren't following me on Instagram yet, I'd love to connect with you over there. I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield. Shoot me a DM and tell me what you loved most about this episode. Thanks for being here, friend. I'll see you next time.